I'm ready. We haven't, we're coming into this just like, bam, we haven't talked at all. We just hit record at and we're all, ready to go. At all. <laughs> I am excited about this one. No, hello. No, how are you? We just heard our record. <laughs> just and said, hey. It. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Erin. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Hits Don't Lie, where two best friends argue over pop music. At the end of each episode, one of us surprises the other with a theme. We both make our own list for that theme, then come together to fight it out to pick the top five best songs. And this week, I chose the topic, and I chose best instrumental songs. What a good one. It's a very diverse topic, because we we are a pop music podcast, but I I went as diverse as I could. I know you messaged me a few days ago and said you were having a lot of dance songs, which is great also. I think one thing you didn't know is that you hit me with this theme at a time where I was listening to a bunch of instrumental songs because I was getting into a bunch of rhythm games. So I've been playing and listening to a bunch of these sorts of songs. So I've just been in the mood for it. Well, this changes things. This probably influenced your whole list, frankly. A little bit. I I did pull back. I almost just had a bunch of rhythm game songs on here. Okay. (laughs) I diversified my list a little more, so I'm good. Well, mine is not all dance. I pulled from here and over there and in this genre and everywhere. Mm, You're over and there under. That's right. (laughs) The great Shakira moment. But before we jump in, we have to just congratulate each other on (laughs) all the fun we had and the amazing time we had recording with the legendary Steve Anderson. And we know he listens. So hello. We honestly, like every day I've just been like, did that happen? Did we, did that really happen? I told you while editing the episode, I just could not stop just smiling that it was real while editing it. You're right. He is the nicest person ever. He was such a joy while recording. And even when we, you know, weren't recording when he was talking with us, he's just, what a great person. (laughs) And it was a really fun episode. It was pop power ballads. So if you guys haven't listened, you should check it out. We had a literal expert join us as we discussed. this topic and (laughs) i brought tamar braxton love and war (laughs) i'm still gooped you did that i'm still (laughs) what a choice a good choice a good choice but what a choice i still stand by my pick but i know it was an off the wall choice (laughs) i know it was (laughs) but i have to say one of the most surprising choices was one that steve brought i won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't listened but he did bring a pod favorite artist, and it was just so great when he brought that. Perfect. Okay, so on to our topic, instrumental songs. <laughs> Before I start, how difficult was choosing a song this time? Did you have a long choosing a list song. or a short list? You know, to be honest, I had a moment at the beginning of searching for the songs for this topic where, like I said, I was just picking songs from these rhythm games I was playing. I was like, this isn't going to be interesting to talk about or whatever. Aaron, you know, these are all kind of gamey sounds. But then as I got into it, I realized the depth of this topic. It sounds so simple, instrumental songs, but there's so many different types, so many different things we can talk about. So once I got into it, picking songs for my playlist 
was easy. Choosing only four, so difficult. <laughs> exactly. I actually, can I tell you, my long list is only 10 songs. That's everything oh, man. that I came up Mine with. Mine is 19 songs right now. Yeah. I, when I first came up with this topic a long time ago, I kind of threw together a playlist so I could remember what songs mm-hmm. would go well with this topic. But when I came back to get ready to choose my four songs, I realized that two of my four choices were actually more vocal heavy than I had realized or more Uh, so that I would have liked. I set the parameters and I said, you, it's your choice. You know, it's your judgment on how much vocals can we allow in this topic. And I, using my own judgment, I said, I think that these two songs have a little too much singing. So now I've gone, I'm almost 100% instrumental on my four picks. What about you? Let me see. I have almost completely instrumental. I have one song that has some words scattered about, and that's it. Everything else, completely instrumental. Let's just get to it, because there's a song that I just knew you would bring, and now I'm starting to doubt it. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay, okay. So I'll get started first. The first song that I choose is from a soundtrack. Okay. And it's not a movie soundtrack. It's kind of more of from a TV show. You introduced me to this show and you said, watch this episode first. And that show was Black Mirror. (gasps) And the episode was called San Junipero. Yes. is kind of like the main theme from San Junipero. It's called Waves Crashing on the Distant Shores of Time. Oh, man. I chose this one because the main theme is the most prominent throughout the entire song. If you guys watch Black Mirror, you probably know about the episode San Junipero. It's yeah, one of I the most famous Yeah, I think it was one of the most episodes. popular, right? It's one of the most famous, and it won an Emmy. Deservedly. It's an amazing standalone. It it could be a movie. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. the music just really tops off the mood. Completely. It's a heartbreaking story. And this song, the theme, you can sort of hear the pain even in just this really simple, sparsely produced song. So I love it. Yeah, this is a perfect example of a song telling a story without words. You know how the background is kind of this pulsing, sort of just repeating noise? I think it's like strings being played backwards and it repeats. I love that because the song is called Waves Crashing on Distant Shores of Time and it sounds like waves coming in and out. Right. But what can I say, guys, if you don't watch Black Mirror, I would say just choose this episode. Just it's this episode. a movie yeah. on its own. There's like a twist slash reveal at the end that once you realize what it is or what it's going to be, it just like punches you in the gut. And once I realized what the reveal would be, and I was correct, I just like started bawling. <laughs> <laughs> through the rest of the movie but it has fun moments too it has fun exciting moments in it too it's a ride the whole episode right 
it intrigues you because it starts out like, what's going on here? Like, who are these people and where are they? And Mm -hmm. you just go deeper and deeper. Oh, man. And the soundtrack just supports that story so well. Love it. That's my first choice. San Junipero theme song, guys. Okay. Did not expect that. I told you I'm going diverse tonight. I'm not doing just (laughs) pop. Well, I'm not doing pop. I'm doing dance for my first Oh, that's take. right. That's right. So let's hear it. <laughs> I want to talk about probably one of the most well-known iconic dance songs that I can think of. And when someone goes, do-do-do-do-do, what do you think Sandstorm! of? Sandstorm! I knew Sandstorm was going to show up tonight. I knew let's it. Let's talk about Darude's Sandstorm. <laughs> So much for bringing this. When I was compiling <laughs> my playlist, this song was always number one at the very top. Can't leave it out. I guess for, I want to say everyone, but especially people of our age who grew up in this time. This came out in 1999. This is just in everyone's head. You don't even have to like trance music. You know exactly. this song. But this song made waves because it sort of showed to the public that you can make it into the top 40 by doing your own thing, your own genre, as long as you're doing it well. This song has zero words or lyrics. Zero words or lyrics. To give a little bit of insight of how old this song is, it was uploaded to mp3.com and became popular from there. So it didn't even have like this major push or release behind it or anything. It was just Finnish DJ and producer Darude putting it out on mp3.com and the world accepted it. That's awesome. That's so organic. And I love that. There's only like a handful of songs where you can just say a few notes of the song and everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. I didn't think you would bring Sandstorm and I didn't bring it. And I was like, oh, we're gonna have to mention Sandstorm. I meant to mention it at the beginning, but here we are. You brought it. And I'm so glad that you did. Had to, had to. Had this is just to. a taste of the little dance we're going on tonight for my picks. Exactly. This really makes me feel like we're not going to let people down in this episode. Like we're going to bring <laughs> the variety, the good stuff, best yes. of the best. Well, that's it. Darud Sandstorm. Perfect. She had to show up. I could just hug you right now for bringing that. I'm so excited. <laughs> you just legitimized this episode right there. <laughs> Amazing. Well, what do you have for number two? So my second pick, this choice came to me as a sudden inspiration this week, even though I've had my best instrumental songs laid out for months, a year even, I suddenly realized like, oh my God, I need to talk on the podcast about, do you remember when I used to run a fan site for a music group? Yes. Do you remember that the music group's label even sent me like promo stuff because yes. I had such a popular fan site? Okay. <laughs> I won't say the name of it, but it was very popular. 
okay, I'm going to now. So guys, when I was in high school, I ran a fan page and forum for a quartet called Bond. Now they are a <laughs> pop slash classical quartet. They're still out there. They never split up. They're still making music here and there. And I love them so much. So the idea is that they are four beautiful women. They're dressed like pop stars. They look like a pop group, but they're playing literally a electric violins viola and cello and they're on stage and they're like rocking out and this is a twist on classical right they're doing pop and their albums were made up of like really diverse fun poppy classical songs so it's not like a full overture you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i was like i've got to use this episode as a springboard to talk about the time (laughs) that i ran the fan site and you were what 16 or 17 at the time (laughs) it took me all day to Day on the web archive to even remember what the website was called but I finally figured it out it was called Viva Bond because they have a song called Viva and the URL was like Winter Sun because that's also <laughs> one of their songs and so if there is anybody out there who used to listen to Bond and oh, put the word out we a young to... person and you used to go online hit me up because I just feel like all my old message board friends for Bond are still out there somewhere somewhere (laughs) but let's get to my song choice i chose the song called duel and let's listen to it first I chose this song even though it's not necessarily one of their poppy songs and we are a pop podcast. What I love about this Bond song is that it's called Duel and the first and second violinists, they literally do a back and forth, back and forth. Oh, I love that. Literally like they're dueling. They keep one up in each other and they're sort of mirroring the same notes. I don't know. It reminds me of a vocal song, just in the Mm -hmm. fact that each individual member of the quartet has their own moment. Not necessarily like in a classical song where you hear everybody as a whole. This one, you get like each member is shining in their own moment. Yeah, you kind of hear the personality, the instrument or through the instrument even. Mm -hmm. Very cool. You know what's surprising me? I know a Bond. I've listened to a few of their things basically through you. And I kind of expected it to sound more dated, but it does not at all. Well, it's not too overproduced, is it? Right. It just kind of lets the instruments, I guess those instruments are so classical and are never going to really age, you know? (laughs) True. So that was my last minute poll, you guys. I said, wait, hold on. This is my podcast. I can't miss an episode opportunity where I talk about my that old life. That would have been <laughs> My old life as a fan site owner. <laughs> as a web administrator. Yes. <laughs> Well, I'm so glad Bond showed up. I didn't even think about them. But as soon as you started talking, I was like, oh, this, (laughs) this. There you go. So I'm ready to hear your pick. We're not going to be dancey for my next pick, okay? Okay. And I'm reading ahead and it is mentioned in our mailbag section. So (laughs) 
That's interesting. Okay. I wanted to talk about a song from an album that I really love and a song that has gotten crazy love and has been sampled a million times. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Intro by The XX. Yes. This was one that came to my mind almost immediately. It's just so well known, which is so strange for just an intro song to an album, but it is just crazy good. There's nothing you can say about it other than it's so good. It's an amazing intro to the rest of the album. Released in 2009 by the XX. I love it. This is such a universally loved song by people who enjoy a lot of different genres, which mm-hmm. I'll talk about in the mailbag a little more. I think my first introduction to it was in the Rihanna song Drunk on Love from her Talk That Talk album. I did not know that in that song she's really just sampling intro by the XX which (laughs) is so it's crazy that this song is as famous and popular as it is because it's so simple it's like too simple right? This is an intro to their album like I don't even know when they made it if they thought that it was going to be such a big deal it actually hit charts it actually charted this song how wild is that for just an instrumental intro (laughs) to be on the charts well that's my little detour from dance we're gonna get back to some dance hits in my next pick so don't worry everyone the party is still on so now I'm for my next song I'm gonna choose a song that I just knew in my heart of hearts I just knew that you would pick this Ooh. And now I'm starting to think that you didn't pick it. And if that's true, you're going to be so glad I brought this because this is a song that we both love. Jacob, do you remember how obsessed we were with more ghosts and stuff by Dead Mouse? <laughs> yeah. You know, I did not pick this because I knew you were going to bring it. I just knew you were going to bring it. And so I had my honorable mention already ready. And it was the (laughs) intro by XX. (laughs) What a classic, this song. (laughs) It's too good. It's really too good. So this song is by Dead Mouse. It's from his album called For Lack of a Better Name, which came out in 2009. I don't know exactly how it hit our radar. Maybe it was just popular. Yeah, it's one of those things that just appeared and we were into it. You know, my main memory of this song, you burned it on on a CD, you know, one of your classic Aaron playlists that you burned, mixtapes that you would distribute. And Mm -hmm. I was listening to this and back in the day when Facebook had statuses that you could just put whatever. I don't know if they still do because I'm not on Facebook. I, the intro to this. <laughs> no, no, no. My Facebook status. He posted his no, Facebook no, no. status that I was going to do first. Go ahead. How was I supposed to know that you were going to do it? <laughs> the knew. talking at the beginning of the song is great. And so I just put that as my status. And immediately Aaron messages me. He's like, how dare you steal that from me? <laughs> you stole my status. 
as if I could know. So that's why I didn't want to steal this song tonight. This is my apology for the status by not bringing this song. By the way, we're talking about the intro to the song has a quote. It's a sample from the 1957 movie called The Brain from Planet Arus or whatever. (laughs) And it's got a little bit of the funeral march. And it's just a really spooky intro. Like this song is a must have on any Halloween playlist. Oh, yes. Halloween party have to have. how it's going to be (laughs) and then the drop right as my students would say i don't know if kids are still saying it these days but like it goes hard this song's going hard hard. it does go hard it really does though (laughs) (laughs) and i will be rocking this all night tonight oh it's been on my playlist i've been listening to this instrumental playlist and it is on there and i get hyped every time it comes on And you know what's funny? We're not even Dead Mouse people, but this song is the one. Like, this is the standout Dead Mouse song to me, (laughs) in my opinion, as a casual listener. Same. But there you go. Aren't you glad I brought this? I knew this had to show up. I just believed it was going to be on your list, and so I didn't touch it. I think you can vouch for this song. I think you will. Oh, for sure. In the end. We'll see. But let's go. Are you going to bring a dance song? I'm going to bring a dance song, but it's actually from a movie soundtrack. So it's both. Ooh, twofer. Now, this is actually a remix, a re-release of a very well-known soundtrack song. Well, let's just get into it. It's from the 2021 movie Mortal Kombat Techno Uh Syndrome 2021. I loved that movie, by the way. Can we talk about how amazing that movie was? Can we just stop the music podcast and just talk about this movie? I love the movie. People ragged on it for things, but I loved it. It was everything I wanted from it. That movie is everything that any gaming fan could want from a gaming-related movie. Right. Okay, well, so the song, at least. We all know the classic Mortal Kombat movie song from the original Mortal Kombat movies, right? I could have brought that. It does have words more often in it. So I thought, you know what? There is this re-release, redo, I don't know how to say, reimagining of the song by Benjamin Walfish for the 2021 movie. And it is just as good. It is so good. I don't recognize this, even though I've watched the movie. I don't know if it played during the movie, probably. I don't remember. But this was actually really popular when the movie came out and the soundtrack came out. It was number five on the Billboard's Dance Electronic Digital Song Sales when it released. It's just great. And it has the classic, you know, Mortal Kombat yell and some, you know, fight. fight. Yeah. And then later on, it does list some people just like the original song did. It'll go through and list some characters in the Mortal Kombat franchise. 
Amazing. I'm so glad that you brought a video game song tonight. I'm that makes me so happy. Part video game, part movie. It does it all for us. Slash dance. Slash dance. All the boxes are ticked for this one. I'm happy that you brought that. (laughs) Well, your final pick. My final pick. This is a perfect segue to talk about our lost pilot, isn't it? Oh, God, I know what this is. I know what this is. (laughs) Yes, we do have a lost pilot. Floating out there somewhere. We don't know if it'll ever see the light of day, but it exists. We recorded a practice episode when we had the idea to do this podcast. We knew it would be about pop music. So I said, why don't we do a practice episode like a demo? But let's talk about our favorite video game songs, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure out of my list, one of those songs is making an appearance tonight. Now that lost demo, I still have the intention of like finishing it one day and putting it out there for maybe future Patreon if we ever do that. But but we were so boring in it. We were very serious, weren't serious. we? Serious. Like we were so uptight. serious. I think Formal, we forgot that it was supposed to be us talking and having fun with each other. And we were like, this song was released in this year. Yes. <laughs> and it is about this. And it is good. It was very strange. <laughs> okay, Mr. Know-It-All. What is my last song then? Since you already Well, now know. that you said that it was your pick, I'm not certain. Well, I would either say it's... A Link's Awakening song, or okay. I don't. I don't want to say because I might have an honorable mention also related to, to the pilot episode. Okay. So I don't want to guess again. Okay, so the song that I chose is from the legendary soundtrack from the game called Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls Ah. Skyrim. And if I remember in the Lost Pilot, you and I both chose different songs from that soundtrack, Mm -hmm, but the mm -hmm. song that I'm bringing tonight as my best example from the game Skyrim is called Secunda. Let's listen. Yes. Okay, so the Elder Scrolls, Skyrim. (laughs) Take me back to November 2011 when I was waiting outside in the cold, first in line for this game's release because I had been a huge fan of the previous Elder Scrolls game, which was called Oblivion. All the buzz with Skyrim is that it was going to be like the game of the year, the game of all time. Mm -hmm. All of the buzz turned out to be true because what a beautiful game. We lived in this world. We actually lived in this world. We still do. We're just buzzing <laughs> in from, from Sky. I don't know how much we have talked on episodes about how much we love video games. We especially haven't. in the past, we would just get so soaked into games like this. And th- this took over our lives. Skyrim literally was all we talked about for months. It wasn't just months. It was years. It's sort of like the <laughs> game that never lets go. 
And I have to give a special shout out to the composer of this soundtrack. His name is Jeremy Sewell. He also composed the soundtrack for Oblivion, another one of my favorite gaming soundtracks. Mm -hmm. You and I haven't talked about the fact that we're gamers on here, but I do wonder if there are any gamers that are listening to us and are glad that we brought the Mortal Kombat and the Skyrim song. But aside from the gaming factor, let's talk about the Skyrim soundtrack just from a musical standpoint. Beautiful. Beautiful in a word beautiful yes but i think the better word for the soundtrack to this game is atmospheric yes that's exactly what i was thinking the game skyrim is something that's called open world so if you think back to the old days i mean we still have games like this today but if you think about the old super mario games those were called linear games where you just go level one level two level three but nowadays Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. have types of games that are called open world where the entire world is open to you from the start and you just explore skyrim is one of these games and something that they worked into this open world of skyrim is that the soundtrack flows from one theme to the next to the next depending on night or day if you're in a battle or not depending on what region you're in the soundtrack Mm -hmm. will fuse and sort of meld from one song to the next so it all flows together as you're running across it's literally like musical magic i don't don't know know how how to even wrap my brain around completing something like that On this soundtrack, he actually included a choir of 30 people, and he had these 30 people record each song three times over. He didn't just layer it himself by pressing the layer button. He actually had them record (laughs) three times so that it becomes a choir of 90 people. It's all atmospheric. It just gives you that atmosphere. It absolutely does. And I had to bring a gaming theme. So I chose Secunda. Perfect. Perfect pick. That's my final pick. Wow. Okay. So how are you going to bring it home for us? Well, we're going to talk about an album that just took me over in 2010. It is the album is called Acolyte. The track is called Acolyte and it's by a group called Delphic. I don't know this. Now, this is the only instrumental song on their 2010 album, but it is so good. It almost has that intro by the XX quality where you need to listen to it. You you can't skip it. So I'm on my first impression right now, and I'm thinking this probably uses the entire nine minutes to gain momentum. Am I right? You were absolutely right. This song is all about a journey. It sort of starts out slow and then starts building a little bit. I think around the one minute mark, some new instruments come in and you really start going on this adventure with this song. Nice. I almost wish that you would have given me homework a few days ago and said, please listen to this. Please get familiar with this. Before we <laughs> Can record. I do that? Is that legal? 
We make the rules. <laughs> I know we can't sample the whole thing, so we'll see what we pull out for the episode. But the buildup in this song is what gets me every time. This is one right. where we've talked about so much already. Songs that sort of take you on a journey, give you some atmosphere or whatever. This one, I can see the story to it. I can like see some adventure that this person is going on and hitting highs and lows throughout this song. It is so good. Yes, and there's even like a come down near the end where the mm -hmm, adventure is mm -hmm. fading and everything's slowing down. I wanted to mention them. I love that album. I love Delphic. I don't know. I just had to bring it. I had to bring Acolyte, even though That's I knew nice it was a risk because it was the first time you had heard it. But <laughs> I love it. Great song. It was very spacey. Very, can't you see the space adventure that this person is going on? I can. Definitely. Okay, well, we've talked about all these songs. It's time to debate. I'm not nervous tonight. I'm ready. Okay. I feel confident tonight because aside from Bond, I really feel like you can back me up. I think you're with me on the San Junipero theme song. I think you're with me on the XX. More. Oh, that was your pick. That was my honorable <laughs> mention. I know you're with me on that. I think you're with me on more ghosts and stuff. And actually, I think you're with me on the Skyrim song, even though I think it's not your choice of Skyrim songs. Well, here's what I'll say. More ghosts okay. and stuff has to be on this list. True. And intro by the XX. Yes. Agree. Sandstorm. We, Sandstorm, we gotta have Sandstorm, right? We have to have Sandstorm. Yes. That's already three out of the five that we have. These last two spots is hard for me to fill. I love the San Junipero song, the Waves Crashing song. It's a great pick. And it really took me by surprise that you picked this. And I love that. The problem for me with the Skyrim song is that it's not the one that I would have chosen. I knew that going in. So I don't know how much I can get behind it. I love that we brought a Skyrim song, but I don't know how much I can get behind it to put it on the top five lists of instrumental songs. Okay. Now, I want to stand up for Techno Syndrome 2021, the Mortal Kombat song. It is very good from a very good movie, and it's a reimagining of a classic that I think did it right. I think it's a good song. I don't think it's better than the Skyrim song. I don't. Ooh, okay, well. Keep going. What are your other thoughts besides? I mean, I love Acolyte by Delphic. I loved it enough to bring it. I realize you haven't had time to sit down and really soak in the almost nine minutes experience that it is. But it's such a great journey. So what are we going to do here? Because we've got three absolutely yeses. And now we've got two spots left. Well, we I think one of those on. spots has to be Waves Crashing from San Junipero. Okay, we'll put it on there. Why are you playing around? Acting like this is a big deal. So we, we're literally just fighting for one spot here. For one spot. Is it going to come down to the Mortal Kombat remix versus the Skyrim theme? That's what it is in my mind, I think. But don't you see this Skyrim pick that I brought as a representative of the Skyrim soundtrack? Um, I don't think it works like that. I think you brought that song, not the soundtrack. And the Techno Syndrome 2021 from Mortal Kombat is just a hype song. I already know how this is going to go. <laughs> 
this is what how I think it's gonna go. I think you're gonna end up being so adamant about the Mortal Kombat remix being number five that I'm not gonna fight for it. Even though in my heart, I believe that the Skyrim song Secunda is better than this Mortal Kombat remix. That's I what mean, I think's gonna happen. I believe that. I would have been behind your Skyrim choice if it were just a different song, probably. Okay, we might as well just go ahead and put um, the Mortal Kombat theme because I love Mortal Kombat. I'm fine with that being here. It's a dance song. Here's the thing. I'm going to give you Secunda. I'm just going to give it to Why? you. Why? Wait. I'm feeling nice today and I'm just going to. And I want you to remember how nice I am. I want everyone out there to remember what a nice, great person I am. Hold on. I'm being the nice person by giving you Mortal nope, Kombat theme. I was the nice one. Nope, nope, nope. Too late. I was the nice hey, one. Hey, can I tell you something we've never done on this <laughs> podcast? We've never flipped a coin. We've never flipped a coin. So heads or tails? Tails. If I flip tails, Mortal Kombat wins. Okay. Uh, this is not a coin. This is a broken keychain, but it should work. <laughs> okay. It was heads. It landed heads. Okay. Secunda. Yes. All right. Jeremy Sewell, come on our podcast. What's up? <laughs> How are we going to invite him on our podcast? What a mystery. We're going to have to We've put out some feelers. We've got to find him. So here are the five songs that we have. We have More Ghosts and Stuff. We have Intro by The XX. We have Sandstorm. We have Waves Crashing from San Junipero. And we have Secunda from the Skyrim soundtrack. This is pretty easy to place for me. Secunda has to be last because that was the highly contested one. Has to be last. I would say Sandstorm is higher than a lot of these. I don't know that I want to choose it as number one just because as a brand, hits don't lie. I don't want to be that obvious. Do you know what I mean? I was going to say to me, more ghosts and stuff is a number one pick. Oh, I would love that. (laughs) <laughs> Not only because it's my choice, but God, what a great song. What a great song. And obviously it didn't have the social impact that Sandstorm had, but... For us, it had a large impact. Have you guys heard this song? It <laughs> must be on every Halloween playlist. That along with Heads Will Roll by the Yeah, Yes, yes. those are our go-to Halloween songs for sure. And Werewolf Bar Mitzvah from 30 Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boys becoming, uh, becoming men. Men, men, men becoming, becoming wolves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, how do you how do you like this order that it's in right now? I like it. Yeah, I'm good with this. Now, in my mind, well, we haven't revealed the top five yet. In my mind, waves crashing would be pretty high, but as a compromise between two people, I'm good with this. Okay, well, let's go with this. Read us out, Aaron. Okay, guys, our top five instrumental songs are number five, Secunda by Jeremy Sewell from the Elder Scrolls Skyrim soundtrack. Number four, Waves Crashing on a Distant Shore by Clint Mansell from the San Junipero soundtrack. Number three, Intro by the XX. Number two, Sandstorm by Darude. And our number one instrumental song is More Ghosts and Stuff by Dead Mouse.
Well, I'm also just excited to get to these honorable mentions because I have a song I really want to talk about. My honorable mention was intro by the XX. So I need to find a replacement. Let's start with you. Okay, well, we talked about the long lost cursed pilot episode. And we talked about some of our favorite gaming music. One that I brought that I know you also love is from a game that we love called Dragon Age 2. Oh, I love that song. Oh my God, I already know which song. (laughs) I want to talk about Fenris Theme by Enon Zur. episode like low-key turned into our gamer episode and i love it (laughs) this song is a character theme for the character fenris in dragon age 2 and when i tell you enonzer perfectly captured who this character was in the game every single thing about them from the sort of pain and mystery in the instrumental to just the sort of edgy side it's so good the string part is so gritty and it just sort of fades in and out and i think you're right when you said that you can hear the pain in this song Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even if you don't play video games or you don't know this character or anything about it you can hear this song and hear right the dark history that this character has battled with and the the fact that they're trying to overcome that it's amazing to me that a composer can put all of these emotional elements into just a song right and it perfectly encapsulates the character it's an excellent example of how just music can be a language how just the notes can convey all of this it's insane I don't know how people's brains work in order to make it happen, but I am obsessed with this song. Me too. This is one of the best. This is actually, can we not get on a gaming? Like, this is why we need a Patreon because we could talk about gaming in a time. <laughs> we need more time. I'm not going to go on about another gaming song that this reminds me of, but. Another time. Another time. Another or, time. Hey, gaming podcasts out there. We are down to chat. Yeah, who's out there? Is there a gaming soundtrack podcast that we could team up with? And if not, let's start one. Okay, great. I'm I'm already (laughs) buying the domain right now. (laughs) Well, did you figure out an honorable mention during all of that? I did. So my honorable mention was Intro by the XX. That's out. And now I want to talk about a song that first came to my mind and was probably the original inspiration for this topic, which is Best Instrumental Songs. It's a song called The Haste by Casa del Mirto. Thank you. 
Now, as I was reviewing all of the songs that I was going to bring tonight, I actually realized that there are a lot more vocals in this song than Mm. I had previously thought. They're very muted. So it's kind of how I didn't notice them all these years, but they're there. But I just can't let this episode go by without mentioning the inspiration for this entire topic, which is this song, The Haste. It's so sexy. I love this. Hot. And it sets a a real mood, doesn't it? (laughs) It does. And don't you agree that the vocals aren't the focus? Right. The vocals are sort of just in the background supporting the beat and everything. It's very cool. I love this. I did eventually disqualify it because I realized it's a lot of vocals in this back in the background. Well, we can still appreciate it for inspiring this great topic. What a jam. It is a jam. I would easily add it to one of my favorite songs of all time. That's how much I've listened to it. Just over and over. There you go, guys. That's my honorable mention. Well, is it that time? (gasps) Oh, my God. (laughs) I scared myself that time. Jeez. (laughs) Scared my cat and everything. She's looking around like, what is wrong? Uh, you scared me. One of these me. days, we're going to get you a better security system. <laughs> One of these days. Aaron. And I'm home alone tonight, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we could just sneak up on you. Well, it is the mail time. And Oof. let's dig down in there. Reach let's in. Rummage around. Don't mention those ones that we still have to talk about in our mailbag episode coming soon. But it's coming soon. It looks like Raphael and I had the same idea for intro by the XX. And yes, great taste, Raphael. Great taste. He suggested that, and I told him that's on my list, and then it turns out it was on your list, too. So good job, all of us. <laughs> and then two more people that I also know in real life, Christina and Jared, they suggested the song Old Engine Oil by Budos. like funk song and it was recently featured on the show the bear which is a really popular show that has taken off i watched a little bit of it but i didn't know about it until listening to this song Okay, well, the show The Bear has had a lot of buzz around it, and I did watch a little bit of it, but it's kind of the hot show of the moment, and this Mm. song was featured on it. I love the sound of this song. Very 70s, very funk. (laughs) Big band sort of sound. Great pick. I love that. Yeah, it's funky. And then, so I run the Instagram and the TikTok, and I got two more suggestions this week. On Instagram, the user Cheetah77 recommended from our episode Pop Power Ballads, with Steve Anderson, this song called Alone by Heart. Now, this is an 80s power ballad. And anybody that really knows us knows we don't personally go as far back as the 80s, but... It's a rare pick if something catches right. us from the 80s. Rare. So we're happy to hear other recommendations from the 80s for sure. <laughs> 
And if you listen to the Pop Power Ballad episode, which if you haven't, what are you doing? Go listen to it. I did stress that the songs for the Power Ballads should be more 90s, 2000s-ish. And I picked an 80s song just because I realized it had to be there. You scandalized Steve Anderson. Uh... I wonder if I hadn't stressed that time period, if we would have seen this song or even other songs like it. Maybe we'll have to go back and do just 80s power ballads eventually. Because there's I'm a bunch ready. during that era. I don't know any. I'm not ready. We'll have to do, Guys, our, we'll have to do our 80s music journey first. I, we will. <laughs> exactly. I agree. And then I made a TikTok about some of our favorite non-binary trans and genderqueer artists. And I got a comment on that that recommending the group Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Oh. So I will be sure to comment back to the user. It was Charizard3600 and let them know that we did feature their recommendation on our podcast. So thank you for being our first TikTok comment. Wow, TikTok showing up. Hi, TikTok. That's perfect. Well, thank you for those suggestions, everybody. Love having some new songs to discover in the mailbag. And we do have another mailbag episode in the works. We know we're late, but we still got it. We're still mentioning everybody. It is full. It's so full. It's overflowing. Again, I know we've said this before, but I'm just shocked that we get any suggestions at all, much less enough comments to make an entire episode worth of mailbag comments. So thank you, everybody. Every little comment means a lot. And we do listen to it all. We interact with it all and we love it so much. So thank you for that. I love finding new music through this. Same. We have a pretty good community, don't we? Exactly. So I think it's time where you talk about our special next episode. So our one year anniversary just flew by. And in order to commemorate all of the hard work we have done in this past year, I want to do a special topic for it, Erin. So I can't wait. Our next special anniversary episode topic is best of the best a top five Ah! using only songs previously mentioned in top five lists from the past year oh my gosh (laughs) the only songs we can choose are ones who made the top five that's normal and special episodes everything is fair game if it was released this is gonna be such a wild card all the way guys secunda from skyrim i'm bringing it (laughs) no don't you dare don't you dare (laughs) i was gonna say i'm glad that you decided on top five because the winners that would be hard that would be less to choose from so this is going to be a real mix isn't it what a also this is going to be redemption moments for some of them that maybe made the top five but either because of the category or just because of the other songs that were on there maybe they were lower in the top five ranking than we would have liked this is a redemption moment for those songs and I don't remember all of our top five. So I've literally got to go back and do research for this. Well, luckily, we do have playlists. <laughs> True. Everyone, if you have some favorite songs that we have mentioned throughout the past year, let us know. You can reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Hits Don't Lie Pod. Is the TikTok the same? Hits Don't Lie Pod? I think. <laughs> 
Yes, Hits Don't Lie Pod. <laughs> and you can email us directly at hitsdontliepod at gmail.com. Let us know. What did you love? What songs on the top five where you scandalized didn't make number one? We might need some input. We might need some help figuring out what we're going to bring for this special anniversary episode. That's true. And maybe they can remember better than us because I remember like all of my long lists that I put together, but not necessarily the top five because we decided it so quick because we're like, get this over with. (laughs) It's going to be fun going back through them. So when was our actual anniversary? Because we're recording this on July 23rd. So when was our first episode out? The first episode, Middle School Dances, came out July 21st. So we are only oh my a God, few days off as of recording. We just passed our first anniversary. Ooh, That's can amazing. Can you believe it? No, I can't. It's been a lot of work. It's been a lot of fun. And we've loved getting to know everyone who has been listening and interacting with us. It's been so much fun. And I can't wait to do this another year, Erin. I can't wait either. And I have more podcast ideas. I don't know if you're ready to do other podcasts, but I am. <laughs> I'm always ready. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Even if you just listen to one or two of our episodes, we're so thankful. Um, Wherever you're listening, if you could consider rating us, we would appreciate that so much. It means a lot. Um, Just whatever you're listening to us on, stop and give us some stars. Give us a five-star rating <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Anything you can do, we appreciate it. So much. Well, we oh, will see you, you all next time for the special anniversary episode. Bye for now. Bye.